<laughs> Hi, I'm Colton Lindsay. Welcome to the Colton Lindsay Show, where I interview top producers that are growing and scaling their business, creating financial freedom, and living a life that they're addicted to. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with someone else. Thanks for being here and enjoy the episode. I'm seeing more and more people cancel my appointments, like the day of, and it's 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 like, what are you doing? Like, what is? And so why, why is it that people are reacting this way? Why, why can't they shift their perception even though the reality shows, hey, listen, like things are actually in a great space right now. Why are they reacting that way? Well, I just think overall people still are, instead of drawing motivation, drive, uh, consistency, discipline from self, they keep wanting and needing accountability partners and some stimulus or factor outside of themselves to keep them in check. And now more so than ever throughout the year, we're seeing uh, that being gone because other people are taking time off. So it, it now becomes almost okay or a justifiable excuse to say, well, yeah, you know, I can't take time off because my three accountability partners, Colton, they're taking time off too. So I can too. Why yeah. not? Well, and I think it's okay if you're going to take time off, schedule it off. You know, the trap that I see a lot of realtors get into is they don't really get clear on what their holiday schedule is. So while they're working, they're like mentally off. And then when they're not working, they're like trying to be like mentally on because they didn't do anything when they were supposed to. So then there's this inner battle of frustration while they're working and while they're not working and they, ne they don't have clear outcomes and they don't get to enjoy their time off or their time on. Have you, have you noticed that with inside your coaching program or with other agents that reach out to you? Absolutely. Less people on the coaching calls and, even now in the last couple of weeks and even going through the end of the year, you see people putting together their schedule for next year and their business plan. But what happens with 99% of them, they get excited, they make it and they file it, uh, file it away in their desk and they don't look at it ever again after the new year. So that's why we're seeing the consequences now of what you just said of somebody not knowing what their schedule is and having that time scheduled off. Because if you do that ahead of time, like, dude, when we talk, we're like, Hey man, what does your calendar look like? you know, March or April of next year. Okay, let me look. And then we set the dates for our events and that's already planned. It's not some right. off the top, you know, off a whim conversation. Hey, let's just do this. Like we already have things projected into the future. And I think if people had more of that long-term vision and approach, it would really make things easier when they do get to that moment three or four months ahead because it's already been planned. And that's all the stuff we've been preaching for years, bro planning, scheduling, visualization, taking responsibility and doing the right things. Like everything we've been saying for the last four or five, six years, bro, has been the same shit over and over. The only difference is it's 2019. Last year it was 2018. And then fucking three weeks, it's going to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's another difference. I'm about 45 pounds lighter as well. The thing. <laughs> And I got the blue rockers, and I don't I don't wear suits from China anymore. Um, so what are some? Let's talk about some of those strategies because obviously the way I do my my planning and my scheduling is is evolved and it's improved since then. What are the, some of the ways that you've evolved over the last four or five years that now allow you to have? Like I know we were talking the other day. I was just double checking on your dates and. Uh, Las Vegas for your next event and just getting clear. We were getting clear on when I'm doing mine in August. What are some strategies you use to, to get things projected out in front so that you don't have to worry when things come, you just are moving into action? You know, uh, 
there's a lot that I do, dude. You know, I know there's going to be certain things for sure that I'm going to be doing that next year, whether it's, you know, uh, possibly events with you, events that I'm hosting, uh, maybe with my brokerage EXP. I know they already have. Oh, they're going to let you. They're going to let you on stage. They're going to let Brian Casella on stage EXP. <laughs> they already have, bro. <laughs> um, so there's certain things that I know that, you know, are set in stone and events that, you know, we've gone to together, like the Tony Robbins stuff, like that stuff is already out there and we know that schedule. Mm -hmm. So what I do is in conjunction with what I'm doing and what I plan to do as far as, you know, days worked, hours prospected and everything that I have planned with my team, I'm putting a lot of those events and I do also, and I think this is where people uh, maybe make some mistakes or, or they forget about this. I also leave some days where, you know, Hey, this weekend um, in February, this third weekend, I don't have anything planned, but I'm going to leave that one open in case an event pops up or if I want to, I don't know, take a trip for two days to Florida and go to Miami and visit the WGR mastermind, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, I leave those little, little, little breaks, but it's mainly about setting the intentions and already knowing how many days I'm going to work and what that schedule looks like. And then in conjunction with all of the events and things that I know I have planned for the next year, and that's going to leave me some little blips here and there. Uh, that are open but more than anything it gives me like a 90 to 95 percent set schedule as far as what i'm going to be doing and what my activities look like on a daily basis because although it has evolved because we've added so many other elements to our lives like you know the online stuff and all that it's still very simple when you break it down at the end of the day and a lot of the activities that we are going to be doing on a day-to-day -day basis remain virtually the same with little changes here and there so one thing i've noticed over the last few years is I have to schedule with you further in advance. Not as far probably as other people do because you give me special privileges for my great smile and my comedy routines that I pull out when we talk. But I do notice that you have a much tighter schedule today than even one or two years ago. Is that just because you have more on your plate now or you've, just, you've crystallized your routine more in what you want to do in your life or both? Both, man. Definitely both. And I'm a lot more aware now of what that schedule looks like. And that, that picture is pretty clear in my mind on a consistent basis. I'm working closely with my assistant as well with that. So um, it's always there. So like when you text me, when you texted me for this, that's why I confirm with you too. Hey, dude, did you mean next Thursday or this Thursday? Because I already knew kind of what all those things and activities around that time look like. And I just want yeah. to make sure... So let's do this for just a second. Uh, we got Dalton Anderson here live from Denver, Colorado. We got Matt Mila, Jen DeGiulio in the mastermind, Brandon Hansen, who should be in the mastermind, Michael Martin, thanks for coming on, Clayton Nell, Andrew Gallegos, Kristen Carwin, thanks for you guys being here. You guys can go ahead and ask questions and I will ask them to Brian along the way because he has blessed us for uh, a good 30 or so minutes today. So thank you. Give him some hearts. That's his favorite emoji or his reaction out of the hearts. And the oh, yeah, drop the one eye out like that. Emo Are they? I don't know. Oh, yeah, they can see this. I forget. Now we're getting some hearts up there. Give us some angry faces if you. Uh, are tired of frustration this holiday season. Have, have you noticed that, like, with the general community, the consumer right now, or people not even in looking to buy or sell real estate, just people out and about, how have you noticed their energy during this holiday season? You know, it's interesting that you asked me that, Colton, because the people, it seems like the people who are on the fence or, like, have a genuine 
want or desire to buy or sell. Uh, I, I've seen, and from conversations, it's, it's one of two people. It's either one who's just like, for sure certain, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the media says. Like, I want to move, I want to sell, I want to buy. Like this gentleman that we just uh, listed, um, I think we listed him like two days ago. Very easy, right? Five minute presentation, super quick. Then we have the other people who are there, but we almost have to, in a sense, massage them through the conversation because they have so much programming in their mind about how things are this time of year. And, you know, obviously they have family coming over. They have the, and when we think about it, dude, what is really the holiday season? I mean, we have Christmas, Thanksgiving, and then a couple of days around there where family comes. The rest of the time, like it's normal. It's just yeah. we have this. Whole you know what it is, though. I have I have two comments. One is holidays represents gluttony, consumerism, and spending, and and everything that's actually counter to the bo the body, mind, and soul when you think about it. The idea is, yeah, we're going to be close with family, we're going to honor Jesus, we're going to do whatever. That's great, the idea, but what actually happens is people go out the day after Thanksgiving spending a ton of money, the day of Thanksgiving they eat a ton of shitty food, they have holiday parties all throughout, they're eating a ton of food, they come up with reasons why not to work out as much or exercise as much, and then they're, they're in long lines and then they're frustrated because they didn't get the present soon enough or something, or someone cuts them off, or there's too long, whatever, and so then the actual opposite happens. So that's, that's what I've observed happens with folks if you, if, if you unconsciously let it happen. But if you consciously go through this, you can actually enjoy this experience. You can have great success in your business. You can have great conversations with friends. You can even take the downtime of where people aren't necessarily wanting to, to work, but you're still doing things. It's a great time to sit and, and thinkitate and to, to really get clear on what is your vision and where do you want to go. And it's a great time to mastermind and have great conversations with other folks that are focused on it. The other thing I'd like to point out is you said you have to massage your clients through the conversation. I'm just curious, what does a fucking massage look like from Brian through a conversation? Is that like, I would love to experience a Brian Casella massage through a conversation. Tell me about that. How do I do that? It, it's two parts. One, uh, when you, what you mentioned was what I was going to say is I am noticing a little bit more either, it's either like hostility which is what we talked about. And you mentioned about like the Black Friday shopping and people getting cut off and that kind of stuff. Or there's almost like an apathy where people are just like, maybe they don't have any family with them and they feel the weight of everybody else always posting their family and they're the kind of sad. So mm -hmm. the conversation has either one or two of those. And then just the miseducation, man. You know, like when someone's like, why would I put my home back on the market now? There's no buyers or the market sucks or no one's gonna buy until March in the spring. So it's kind of like a two-way street. I have to deal with the emotional side of them either being a little bit more hostile or more, uh, you know, sad, we can say, or under the weather. And then we have the whole miseducation side, which uh, I find out of both of those, sometimes the miseducation one is so drilled into them, dude. It's, it's like you're trying to, I don't know, break a concrete wall with wood. <laughs> <laughs> the wood breaks. So... Looking forward um, into January, what, 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 what do agents need to do today to make sure that they're explosive in January and February? Because some people haven't been doing those things right now and they're going to struggle January and February just because it's a lag business. But what, what can they start doing immediately? Good question, man. Uh, I think right now, I can give a few tips that right now is a great time to 
look at all the leads that you had from January to let's say November or even last week. Now's a good time through the end of the year to touch base with them, see where they're at and see if anything has changed for them. Okay. Right now we're also going after a lot of throughout the year, all of those expires and FISBOs that maybe we couldn't get a hold of or that expressed interest and changed our mind. We're going after them again. Right. Another thing, and this is a great technique that I've applied that my team is doing very well is for those of you who are willing to prospect now, some people, for whatever reason, are not going to be ready until after the new year. What we're doing now is we're already, with those people, setting appointments for after the new year. We're pulling out our calendar and saying, hey, you know, I know you're not available until after you know, January 1st. That first weekend, that first Saturday, that Sunday, what does your calendar look like? And we're setting appointments. We've already set, I think, four appointments for after the new year, the first week in January from people who are not ready until after the new year. And I've actually in the past, in November, set appointments for January, February with people. So if I can give one big tip, it's that. Get your calendar out and start setting appointments with people who are not gonna be ready until after the new year. And you'll see that you will set appointments, people will. It's gonna come down to your certainty though as the salesperson. Yeah. If, If you set that frame and you hold it, they will comply. And it happens. I just think a lot of times, even realtors themselves do buy into this holiday mess and they're like, well, I guess they're right. Yeah. No one wants to buy or sell. Yeah. You know, it's funny you talk about setting appointments the first of of January, which a lot of realtors, would they apply for the Alliance or the mastermind and then they have to have an interview with either me or someone on my team. There's, we, I think we had 10 applications in the last week and six or seven of them, seven of them I think scheduled, but it's all like the first week of January that they've, they've, they, they wouldn't schedule between now and then, even though we have openings, right? And, <laughs> but so then the question becomes is, no matter what your appointment is that first week of January, one thing I've learned in the past is how can we increase the show up rate on that appointment? So between now and that appointment in January, what are you guys doing to make sure that, that it's confirmed or at least have to, you know, when you get closer, rearrange it so the appointment actually happens? Yeah, well, uh, initially in the conversation, we're already kind of setting up with them a uh, little touches that we're going to have with them. We check in with them before the end of the year. Like, let's say the appointment's for January 3rd. We're already kind of coaching them and say, okay, maybe on the 30th or 31st, I'll check in with you. We're sending them video. They're immediately plugged into our database. So they are getting the emails. Uh, they're getting a uh, if they, if we set that appointment in December, they're going to get at least two mailers from us, mm-hmm. which is a December one and then one for Christmas. And then they're going to get one after the new year too, for, uh, you know, January 1st, the happy new year card. So we got the team together and we did like a sexy photo shoot and I'm actually oh, going to send nice. you the, the non clothed yeah. ones. Colton. Yes, please do. Theme now. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. If you could just send those over. So I, I have them for my personal file on you. That would be. Yeah, I put it the the shared Google Drive folder that we have, the Spank Bank. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Colton Lindsay Show.